Hey, we've got a bit of a question here. Lachlan emailed in a question and you can jump on a website and email in any questions. A lot of the time, if you just email an audio question, team at sortyourmoneyout.com, we'll probably play it because it makes for good podcasting when we hear your voice. But there's a question here from Lachlan about his career and I wanted to have a bit of a chat about it with John. So let's have a listen to the question. Hi there, relatively new listener here and I love the content you're putting out. I'm looking for some advice from an outside source on my situation. I've been a cabinet maker for 14 years since I left school. It has been a testing career having been through redundancy, mistreatment, a liquidation and a factory fire. I'm currently 2RC of a company building custom solid timber furniture, working six day weeks and constantly on the verge of burnout. I stuck it out all these years to get to this point, but I found it has not been worth it. Proud of my work, but I've lost my passion and I'm not earning anywhere near what I want to be. On top of that, it is clear to me that the company isn't doing well. My boss has mismanaged and micromanaged it to a point that I don't see how we can even be profitable. Whenever I try to talk about it, all he does is brush it off. The sad part is we had a really close friendship for our many years together. However, I've found my mindset shifting in recent years and also have an 18 month old daughter to think of now. I've been toying with the idea of starting a handyman business. I have the skills and work ethic and I have seen plenty of evidence to know it can be highly profitable while also allowing greater work-life balance if done right. My predicament is being scared to take the leap in case I fail and also knowing that if I were to leave my current employment, it would likely be the catalyst to the business ending, even though I feel the writing is on the wall. I feel my best option would be to start part-time one day a week to slowly build the business and also not leave my boss in the lurch. The burning question is how do I stop worrying about my current employer and focus on myself while also managing the fear of the unknown? Would love to hear your thoughts. So John, a lot going on there. What are your initial comments to Lachlan? Yeah, it's a common situation I find. Well, whether we're climbing the ladder or not, we're just we're just passionate about what we're doing and we're trading our time for money and hopefully our income's increasing along the journey. But those two things of passion and income uh, are somewhat driving us. But by the sounds of it, he's actually lost both of it. The, the passion's gone and the, the income side of it isn't maybe what he expected or not no longer relevant for, for his time in life. Um, but the big thing is for me is now he started a family. So often what I find with people starting families is priorities often often change and just climbing the ladder in the corporate world is, is no longer enough. Um, so those three have culminated in what the hell am I actually doing? Um, and, and that common part of also uh, I'm in it, I'm a, a loyal, uh, well-serving part of this business and I'm thinking more about the business and, and the owner than I am my own situation. So hats off to him for thinking that way. But yeah, if you, if you want to put it raw, he's he's got to look after his own backyard, doesn't he? Yeah. So what does he do? Does he start his own business or does he find another job in the same industry? Mm. Oh, look, I, I think... Does he really want to start his own business? Is he an entrepreneur? Is he is he got that burning ambition to do that, or is it just a band aid effect? And if he does really want to do it, then I would I would be going that way for sure. And he's taking control of his own destiny. But um, young family, there's there's risks associated with that, which no doubt is impacting his decision. What would you do? Look, I wrote down a heap of notes as we were listening to that, and there's four broad categories that are present in Lachlan's predicament. First and foremost, I will be sending Lachlan a copy of our book, Sort Your Career Out and Make More Money because that will help set the new path 
So the four sections, the first one, he's got this business loyalty. If I leave, the whole thing will fall over likely. I've got to stay. It's my responsibility. It's my duty. I've been watching The Last Kingdom. You know, it's all about the kingdom and not me personally. So there's that. Uh, The second one is the income. He's probably working for less than what he could get out in the market doing exactly what he's doing. The third one is the passion slash fulfillment. As you said, John, it's kind of dried up. And usually the income and the passion thing will kind of roll in the same because the more passionate you are about something, generally the more income that you will attract because you dial in and you're happy to be there. And the fourth one is that whole, do I start a small business? Do I be my own boss? So I want to talk about the first one, the business loyalty. At the end of the day, mate, your current employer is a functioning adult and his lack of business planning, his lack of business running and operations and all that isn't your problem. My team here at Simo, it's not a prison. No one has to be here. One of our values is here by choice, own it. So we're all here by choice. Me personally, as a business owner, I'm trying to get rid of key person risk in my business. So each department has more than one person because if someone wants to move on, well, the business shouldn't collapse and it's not realistic for me to have this blind loyalty back to the business owner. So Mm. you need to really let that go, mate. Um, It's not your problem. You've got your own family to worry about. Old mate's not going home from work each day saying, well, I hope Lachlan's family is taken care of and I hope Lachlan's fulfilled. Yeah. Like it's rubbish. Sometimes easier said than done though, isn't it? Oh, totally. Totally. And that's why we just have to call it out and say that, you have no obligation to stay with an employer because you've you brought it up with him several times and you said he's brushed it off. I mean, yeah. hello, he's not yeah. interested. He doesn't actually care about you. He just... Nah. And I would be personally surprised if this individual's business, like the owner of the business, is not running online, if he's not running the business week on week. It's just the MO, isn't it, of this type of person? So yeah, so that's number one. You need to forget trying to carry other people's lives because they're not carrying yours. And back to kind of the small business thing, I reckon once you read the career book, Lachlan, and go through that first chapter with values and really digging into your values, if autonomy isn't a value of yours, if control isn't a value of yours, if risk-taking isn't a value, if all that kind of entrepreneurial stuff isn't a value to you, you might be better off suited to getting another job in the same industry. I mean, cabinet making and all that stuff, it is a booming industry and particularly like not just the homes and residential stuff, but all the commercial stuff. Like, man, and you've probably had them as well, John, but some of these, I've had clients that are cabinet makers who are earning close to 150, 200 a year. Yeah, running their own show, but. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, there is money to be made uh, because there's a lot of after hours work, particularly in the commercial world. And I get, Lachlan, that you're a bit gun shy because you've been through redundancies, you've been through, you know, businesses burning down and you've had it all. But I think now you've got an 18-month-old, now is the time to go, what do I want my life to look like? And once you do that values thing, I really think that will help push you in the right direction. But on the issue, John, of I actually really like the idea of maybe that taking one day a week off and staggering a change. Now, that could be staggering a change for handyman work. Talk with the boss and say, 
hey, mate, longer term, I've just come up for air, I've got the new family talking with my spouse and I need to be doing something different in three years. So when you're talking to your boss, you are kicking the can down the road. So it's not an emergency fire with the boss. It's like, Mm. hey, this is going to happen. Longer term, medium term in my life. So having said that, can I take one, two days a week off to build my own thing? No intentions to stop this overnight, just giving you the heads up and just really put that hustle on and just start to get some money in the door. Yeah, and it's it's a an industry where you've got that flexibility, haven't you? Like as a as a teacher you can't just say oh, I'll go and do some extra teaching on Saturdays. Like whereas cabinetry making or or whatever it is handyman services, you can say well I can earn an extra $500,000 on a Saturday and you could actually build your business on Saturdays and still keep your 5 days a week. That's right. And but that's obviously his balance between the family time and income. And also, Lachlan, like, are you consumer debt free? Have you got an emergency fund? Are you running your own life on the line? Because you'd really want to get your own life set up first, then we can start to make these moves. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. But how's this? Like, I reckon he'd make a great handyman because he's had 14 years of a trade experience. The whole passion slash fulfillment quadrant and the income quadrant will sort themselves out if the top two quadrants being the small business, yes or no, and the I'm not blind loyal to my employer at the moment, once those two things sort themselves out, the income and the passion thing will follow. Yeah, and the, the passion one's the key one for me. It, you can make as much money in the world as you want, but if you're not passionate about something, then that really starts to show and it, and it shows as a business owner, but um, just as much as an employee. And I think he's got to understand, am I still passionate about it if I run my own business? Because that can often change, can't it? It's like, oh, I'm doing it for myself and the reward's for me now. I'm really passionate again about cabinetry making versus yeah. saying, well, I'll start my own business. I continue to be um, uh, running in the similar industry, but I'm, I'm still, my passion hasn't changed. So that's what he probably needs to discover in the coming months. Yeah, or you know, if we don't have the values kink of I want to run my own small business and do all that stuff, you know, He's a two IC at the moment. Can we move up into some type of more management role in a bigger organization? Um, so, but there was one thing that I wrote down in finishing, and this is quite niche. But as they say, the riches are in the niches if you're American, right? <laughs> did they say that? Yeah, well, Pat Flynn did. So, what we need to do is we need to use our skills and be a niche. Now, I wrote down this thing because just over the weekend, John, I was at an event at the Glenworth Valley Function Center in um, Glenworth Valley, just north of Sydney. Yeah, lovely spot. Yeah, and 
the whole event center and all that, my friend's company actually had the contract to build it. Anyway, Maddie's company, they built all these solid timber tables and they're just beautiful. Like, Mm. I don't know if it was spotted gum or something, but they were really heavy. And I'm just like, I need a custom hand-built spotted gum table. Like, I want that because I've still got a table that I was given by a client eight years ago. And it's just one of those things where I just haven't found the right table. But I'm now thinking I want to buy a bespoke, maybe custom or hand-built table. Yeah. So the question is, does he have the room, the passion, the vibe to maybe start building this stuff on the side, start an Instagram account, I don't know, and get the word out there? Hmm. Talk to some architects, talk to some builders and say, if you've got any clients building bespoke stuff, I can build solid timber furniture. Yeah, it's just a niche that he's got to be passionate about, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so realistically, I believe the the passion and the fulfilment will come, the income will come once you totally know in your heart that you're not obliged to stay with old mate forevermore, amen, and you don't have to run an own biz- your own business. But if you do, you can try that on Saturdays after hours, even after winter, daylight savings, do the, because realistically, and I know we're harping on about this, but it's really good for people to hear that if they are stuck in something, realistically, you did the letterbox drop, gutters and lawns, and just get that ball rolling, get connections, lots of real estate agents. Because the handyman I used to use, he started by doing lawns and mowing. And then it got to the point where he was doing other stuff and he no longer did the mowing. Yeah, and I'd be surprised for someone like Lachlan that he wouldn't already have contacts generally in the industry because they they talk and hang out and, and yeah. do all of that. But uh, yeah, being too IC, just my, my, I suppose, final thoughts is for him, he has got high responsibilities at work and the, the boss may freak out if he says comes to him and says, oh, look, uh, I, I want a four-day work week instead of five. Mm. So... If, if that was me personally, I'd be doing the whole Saturday morning, pick up some work and let that build as opposed to upsetting the apple cart right now. But the, the worst thing is that he sits back in two years' time and he's still in that role and he's still disgruntled and nothing's changed. I think he's got to rip the Band-Aid and, and make, the, make the move. Yeah, and I think that kind of you know dovetails in, excuse the timber reference um, <laughs> and the joinery reference, but like it does dovetail in if you are talking to the boss have that language of medium term. So it's not this mm-hmm. immediate thing um, or do both. Do it on Saturdays. Also have the discussion. Hey, just yeah. let you know I'm mowing lawns on the weekend, get a bit of extra cash. Maybe one day I might like to start a handyman business. Yeah. Now, finally, you need to make sure that when you are talking with your boss, there is a very high chance your boss will tell you that you won't be able to do it. You won't make any money doing that. You can't do that. Listen to Johnny and Glenny right now you can. We've seen it happen before. One of the people that employed me years ago told me you'll never do it. Managed to build a business up and, you know. Now look at him. Now look at me. I'm an unemployed bum. How about that?